Hey everybody, welcome to the Wichita Area Contractors and Home Services Podcast. I'm Axel Chacon, and this is Chad Freeman. And uh, Chad, I want you to introduce our guest today because uh, you know him a lot better than I do. So. I bet, I'd be happy to. Uh, we've got Robbie with Doors and More. Uh, he's our guest today. We're going to be talking uh, about some of the services he provides. Robbie, your business is um, Doors and More. Construction Services LLC. Yep, specializing in garage doors um, for the home. Um, some light commercial, I can do commercial. Uh, garage door openers. Um, it's the biggest moving part of the house mechanically and people don't realize it needs service and tune. Um, they're very dangerous if not taken care of. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> I've been doing it for quite a while, enjoy what I do. Uh, working with Chad on different jobs and making things turn out great and making people happy. So can't tell you how many times, you know, he's, he's helped us out, you know, from, from maybe a new door to just changing one panel to uh, maybe just switching out the operator and, and, and servicing the, you know, the safety equipment. I mean, I, I, he, yeah. we can get right to the source. Um, he can, what am I trying to say? Easy to get a hold of. You yeah. know, you, you know, there's there's all these garage door companies that kind of have funny names in town. Some are like just add one word, you know, add Wichita, and it's yeah, different yeah. than the other. I never knew who I was calling. Yeah. I, I would just kind of. But now you know who to call. Now now it's mm-hmm. easy. It, yeah. It's it's just and, straight. And we easy. want you guys to know who to call too. So, especially like. So, I have a quick question because this is something that happened to me the other day. We were painting a house and. I thought that every door opener had like a like a lock on it or mm-hmm. something. So she would say that every time she tried to close it, it it just kept flashing. I guess it turned out that maybe the sensors weren't. You know, yep. There's hot. a sorry. There's a receiving unit and then a uh, sending unit. So sometimes if the receiving unit's facing the sun in the morning, it won't close. Something could obstruct that. Somebody could have kicked it. So if it doesn't want to close and come up and blinks, then ultimately there's something blocking one of your sensors at the end of the track. Um, and those uh, up to code are supposed to be six to eight inches to protect kids um, and animals from being smashed by a door ultimately. So you're saying six to eight inches above the ground. The ground. Mm-hmm. So whenever, how far, I mean, what do you, how do you know if that's the, I mean, as, as long as it blinks, you know, or you'll push the button and then the opener will come up um, on its own and then start blinking several times. Um, <clears throat> and then a lot of the newer ones have a blinking code on the back. Um, and then you can look it up online or get your owner's manual and refer to that. Okay. So, and that might save you guys some money instead of calling, um, instead of calling you, instead of calling you <laughs> a service company to come out to charge you a service fee to spend five minutes on a job when it's something they could have done themselves. So, so my question is how, I mean, how sensitive is the sensor? That I mean, is it is that something that I can just kind of eyeball and move back? <clears throat> well, you have two colors on the newer ones. You have a green one, a green light, and then an orange light. Uh, the orange light will always stay on no matter what. The green light sometimes it's real finicky, um, won't even blink. Um, but if it's not turned on um, or it's bar- barely blinking, then something's obstructed that. So you can determine just by looking at that. That that's the cause um, yes. of whatever, and that may be the cause. So, so troubleshooting a, a door that won't shut could be as simple as start there. Yeah, I mean, start, absolutely. Start at the start at those little camera looking 
things on, you know, for them. So in layman's terms, on the track, it's on the bottom, and, and they look like little cameras, and they're facing one another. You know the thing you jump over? Absolutely. <laughs> you get the down, you run, and you, you hurdle? That's, that's yeah. the beam we're talking about. And then if you're like me, you're kind of short and you can't like jump very high. You can't jump six <laughs> inches, so you like miss it. You still it, it, it comes it's, back. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. It's taking the limbo and hurling <laughs> and combining into one, yeah, maybe high right, jump. Right. It's, it's like it's it's a fun. I mean, yeah. people look really weird when they do it. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, I love my clients. Way. By the way, I'm not throwing them under the bus. I'm just I, I just I do it. I just thought that, you know, with the, because I was trying to troubleshoot over the phone. I'm like, this can't be that difficult. I'm sure it's just something small. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was a sensor, but I'm like, man, I don't know how to even. So now, knowing that there's different lights, uh, colors that'll kind of basically tell you, hey, this is what's going on. That's cool information. Thanks, Bob. There's also, um, so let's just say you're not in front of your sensors, um, you're on the outside. Um, there's a basically a pressure gauge built into the motor so if the door doesn't want to close sometimes you can close too hard or sometimes there's just not enough pressure um somebody wants to hold the door it barely it should stop itself as another safety thing so or sometimes they don't pull far enough in and then the door will close on the tail tailgate or chunk and then it doesn't want to close well there's a sensor in there in the motor well it shouldn't have too much pressure mm-hmm. so for kids or animals yeah. that might be standing out of the way of that, and that's also another safety feature for that. That's so what I thought I've I, I thought I've seen before like, um, some you know the garage door coming down on something and it it, it hits, it, but it then it, but it wants to, it as mm-hmm. soon as it, there's a it tells it what to kind of pressure. Yes. So you're telling me if I lay down, and because I've I've been losing weight lately because <laughs> I've been putting the camera and stuff, I had to go to the gym. And house with the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> So, but if it, if it comes down on a kid and they're underneath that threshold of where the um, the sensor is at, how hard is it going to push down on? Well, you on should be able to just down. go over there and put your hand under it. Of course, don't get in the way of the sensors. And it shouldn't be that much pressure oh, that really? it has on the door. Wow. And so. Um, how does it, I mean, I, I guess like, to me, like, how does it even know? It very much. Not very much pressure on. And, and what is what system? What system is 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 that? Well, the new the, the new systems have an electronical. You set your limits. How far the door closes. How far the door open, um, and it does that manually. And then the next cycle that it does, it's checking the pressure that it needs to close that. So some the, the actual owner's manual will tell you to put a two by four under there, um, <clears throat> because it'll know that something obstructed it and it's not gone down there. Um, okay, the older units have a um, screwdriver outlet on the side. I don't know the exact word, yeah, but then you you'll kind of set the sensitivity the on it. Yeah. Kind of like so, a, a, a storm door or something. You can adjust how the pressure is yes. closing and all of that. That's cool. Um, no, I, you know, we, and, and a lot of times before we do the podcast, we always kind of spend some time uh, getting to know our, our guests. And uh, I, I can just tell, like, you're really, you have a lot of knowledge and you really care about, you know, providing quality service. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and you have a, you're kind of talking that you have a very diverse uh, group of people that you serve. It's not just homeowners. So if you're a homeowner, obviously you can call mm-hmm. them, but you also work with builders and real estate agents, um, flippers. Um, sometimes after hailstorms, I'll have some doors that, are slightly used, but insurance wants to pay for the 
person to get a new door, so then I'm willing, you know, because not everybody makes a million dollars, so then I can have a door that's cheaper for an individual that needs a new door to protect the security of their house, their cars, or whatever, for yeah. bad weather like we've had. So Definitely. Yeah, because Chad and we, we work uh, hailstorms, and they'll, they'll get dinged up, and, and maybe sometimes not the entire door will get replaced, or but sometimes it's some panels. Do you do, you do panels? Yes, replace panels. Um, <clears throat> whether the whole door, um, replacing panels from the bottom to the top, rollers, uh, the springs, that's actually how the door functions. So people are like, well, how does that work? So your back one, you're winding the spring and putting tension on that, and that's how you're able to lift the door by hand. So uh, that when you get an operator, that's basically replacing the person doing it by hand. But if those aren't wound right, your door can be out of whack. Um, <clears throat> and if a spring breaks, then it puts a lot of pressure on the motor, if you have a motor, and then if you don't get it fixed soon, and then the door's acting up and not closing like it's supposed to, then we're out replacing the gear or operator and costing you a couple hundred dollars when it should have just been right around a hundred or so for a spring. Okay. So, okay. is there like a maintenance, like a yearly maintenance, or is there something that you do that service forty plan, bucks? Yeah. yeah, service pack. Is there plan. something that you? Yeah, could I do. Offer to I do work? service doors. Um, make sure everything's working. Um, I lube everything down, um, and I take the door and disengage it from the operator itself, and then make sure there's it's balanced right. Um, <clears throat> but you want to mainly spray your springs with. You can get a garage door lubricant from Home Depot, Menards. Um, and spray those because those coils, what they're doing is they're rubbing against each other and causing friction and especially on a new home that doesn't have sheetrock, um, you know, we'll spray the spring down and then that spring just, just it takes all that sheetrock and dust and all that. And then so that shortens a life on it. So, you know, you want to make sure you grease those. Okay. Um, and then sometimes doors aren't installed. And so there's a gap, you have an insulated door, but then you got a breeze coming in. So then. Um, you know, I check that, check the opener as well. Um, you mean, you mean, so like, you can, what do you do then? Like, like, a, you got like a weather strip or what do you mean? Like, mm, so I adjust the track basically. Um, I'll push it more so towards the outside of the garage, make sure that seal is tight because mo most of the time the seal's already been painted. Oh, um, right, yeah. so then, um, I'll make sure there's no airflow going in there where it shouldn't make sure everything's adjusted okay. right. And check the cables as well because cables break just from different wear. I mean, the door may have not been put in correct. I dealt one a couple weeks ago, a woman wanted me to come check on the door, come to find out the door was installed up, uh, upside down. So- How's it, how's it? Oh, you mean like, okay. You can't tell just by looking at it, but there's a tongue and groove system. So um, funny thing is I caught on to it because my first door I did like that, I put upside down, it worked fine. <laughs> But then the boss was like, do you know why we do it like this? And I was like, because yeah. the tongue and groove will think about it. That's going to catch the water and the door is going to leak. And you know, uh, inside your garage could be uh, wet and you could slip. But <clears throat> it was put on upside down. It wasn't done right. And rollers were thrown all over different places and hinges. And so the door just, it didn't act right. So um, I want to make sure the door is working right. So one, I don't have to come back and you're happy and... I can see on a new project instead of the same project that somebody didn't do right. So yeah, do it right the first time. Absolutely. I mean, you know the devil's in the detail. You know. And I mean, and everybody's gonna make mistakes. I mean, 
You know, I built a house upside down with concrete. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm just telling you, like, I mean, those mistakes is in construction. I mean, it's... It's not a perfect science. It's not Construction a is not a perfect science, and that's sometimes what we, I feel like we're... And then and they're trying to convince people that that is not. I don't think that I don't think there's enough college or enough school, enough training that you can go through for you to know everything in construction ever. Even if it's like Correct. like you, you're you're in this uh, uh, niche market that is uh, garage doors, but you also do a lot more. But you know, I mean, there's so much. Like I'm sure there's new products coming out all the time. Absolutely. Um, people are into cars and then they have enough ceiling room so they want to have um, be able to store their multi-million dollar project um, <clears throat> and put it on the lift. So then instead of having the regular opener with the trolley on it, they have it's called a jack shaft opener. So it goes on the side and it clamps on to the shaft and turns it like that. And so it clears up your ceiling and then you can put a lift like that. Yep. Um, there's belt. Whisper drives, some of the new technology has built-in Wi-Fi, so then you can use your phone. So let's okay. just say you can't make it home for a carpet cleaning appointment. Yeah. Um, and you don't want to give the company the code to get in your garage because oh, yeah. they don't necessarily need that. So then you can open it from your phone. They can call you when they're there. You're like, all right, oh. open. And then it'll send you a notification even though you open it from your phone. But it'll tell, let you know what time the door's been open, how long it's been oh. open. And also... If those sensors have been obstructed, it'll let you know on the phone. So how expensive is that? Is that like a big extra expense? I mean, is that some, how 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 much are you seeing that? Um, well, some of the older stuff doesn't have it built in, but then you can get a what is it? Um, a, a, a like a, a Wi-Fi or some sort of like a, a, internet connection gateway, basically is oh, what it okay. is. So you'll plug into your router. Um, but the newer ones have it in there, so um, really? you got to register it and all that, and it's it's just a really neat product to have um, for times you can't make it home for appointments or do my kids make it home and you can record that like every day at four fifteen they got off the bus wow. and yeah. um, it's just right. really neat to have. Every, everything's becoming such a convenience if you just literally simplify your life with the technology and yeah. keep up with the times. Mm -hmm. I mean, you can operate your garage doors, unlock your house, turn the lights on or off, and it just registers all the data, you know, of what's yeah. going on. So, I mean, take advantage of that technology. I mean, it, uh, Absolutely. Um, are there applications that, that go along with those doors or? Uh, not just the door, but the opener. Um, an old program that they did have for some of the old cars was car to you So car to use no longer programmable. Um, company just went out of business, but, um, the new program that they have is Homelink. Well, not new, but that's the standard for the cars now. So um, people break into houses and I've been on a job where we had to go get a new opener because the person had the car programmed to the garage door. So somebody broke the window and pushed it and got in their garage. Wow. So one thing I recommend is getting a key fob uh, garage door opener. A lot of people with motorcycles can just put it on their keys and take it like that. But it's no bigger than smaller than a lot of key fobs for your car, but you can open your car that uh, open your garage door that way. So instead of having your car program, which is yeah. a convenience, You're right. yeah, but then at the same time, if your car can't fit because you got a luggage rack for yeah. garage doors on your truck, then having this option to yeah. keep it more safe. Okay, so so um, I 
mean, you've touched on on more in the garage door world than than I've heard in ten years from some of the big names. Some of the big around. companies. So, yeah. You know what else? Um, what else have you been working on lately? That's kind of separating yourselves from from kind of what you've dealt with in the past. You know, working for other outfits and what do you want people to understand that um, that separates you from maybe the next door company or or contractor? I uh, just got lead certified um, with the company Kansas Safety Training Center um, off South Broadway in Hayesville. Um, other companies I worked for, anything prior to 1978 was lead-based, um, and it's just it's dangerous, more so for kids or pregnant women since their immune systems are weaker at those times and make yeah. them more eligible to contract the lead poisoning. Um, but other companies, we're going, and the door didn't fit on the rack. The old door we took down, so we're on the job just cutting it up and just breathing it in and then just throwing it on there and so we didn't make it back to the shop to dispose of that door. Then we're taking those chemicals that uh we have on us and then that are just floating around the back of the truck and then the kid comes home you come home the kid wants to hug on your leg and it's breathing breathing so you know it's just um i was on a job the other day um doing a door didn't think anything of it uh there's an inspector out there there's a hud home that was prior to 1978 um he asked if i did the door i said yes um said i need to be lead certified uh so i went and got it but I mean, there's just, there's so much danger to it. Not Man, I really encourage you guys to, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a roofer, if you're a general contractor or a homeowner or anybody, call Robbie and um, unbelievable information on, on garage doors. We really appreciate you coming today. And so you met Chad, did you, I've seen you a lot on the Wichita contractor group on the Facebook mm -hmm. page. Um, is that how you guys met each other or just mutual friends years ago? And that's what, you but, know, it, it, it's kind of like a, like I said, this is this page, this group is, is a, is a, is a modern networking definitely, you know, platform. We don't, you know, we don't need to go to the mixers and do that. We're going <laughs> to do that. We're going to have some mixers. We need to. <laughs> we need to uh, you know, we want to hear you guys' ideas on that too. So come on, you know, like. Why don't you cook for us like a barbecue or something? I, I heard you're a pretty good cook. I will, I will do it. That's my other little thing. Uh, there's more on that later. But, you know, chime in. Chime in. We want to hear what gets your guys' motors going. I mean, there was 50-plus comments a couple weeks ago on, on some picture that some bonehead, probably unlicensed plumber out there, went and put some shower arm basically where your knee is. Everyone got excited about that. I don't get it. I get it, but come on, let you know. Let's let's expand it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm calling some people out, but I don't care. You know, so mm -hmm. let's do it. Robbie, what's uh, how do people get a hold of you? Uh, I got a Facebook page, um, or you can call my, my business number at three one six eight eight two four four zero four, and find me that way. Um, typically, uh, respond pretty fast on Messenger. Um, or you can tag me any any concern or question you might have on anybody else's pages, and um, or one of these good guys can get a hold of me. That uh, yeah. either way. Man, yeah, no, I, I I'll tell you what, um, I don't care. Um, uh, any other big company wouldn't take the time. Maybe they would. We need to get 
get them on board, but I really appreciate the fact mm -hmm. that you came on uh, tonight and the well, amount of information. Well, we need to get you on like another a second time. Well, I mean, it, for it, sure, it or more physical safety, more uh, the shadow safety. You know, breathing in things you don't see. So uh, to to the updates on technology, getting yeah. into the house and yeah. and, and, and safety physically from your family. I mean, so my God. Yeah. Thank you very much. Absolutely. I mean, it, who would have known? So we just want to go like his Facebook page. Uh, we'll put all the we'll put a link on the on the uh, on the post and uh, and I see you really active on the contractor page. Mm -hmm. So really appreciate you coming here and let's let's get you on on another on another show and maybe Absolutely. take some video of you actually showing us some. Uh, what you're doing day to day. Okay, like, comment, share, like always. Put your accreditations in the bottom. Uh, separate yourselves from uh, from the others. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.